Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome back, everyone, to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. This is the Elder Scrolls gameplay and news podcast from Arena to Skyrim and Elder Scrolls Online and Legends as well. We are Quest Gaming Network production, and the show is available for download on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and YouTube, and of course, QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is Sundas, the 18th of Evening Star, and I am your host, and fellow Tamrielic Traveler who shoes comfortably seat a family of four. Eve Harwin! <laughs> Liz. Liz. Good yeah. to have you back, Liz. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, that's, that's hilarious. Uh, for those who may not know, I, I do have a very large shoe size. It is, it is, uh, a 15 double wide. <laughs> So, wow! Yeah, Jesus. yeah. Serious Hobbit feet. When you were a teenager, some clerk, you know, told you that uh, I don't know, like he doesn't have kid shoes your size. Oh, I, I heard it. I've heard it all from. That's ridiculous. They can't stretch the leather that far. <laughs> um, I don't believe you. Take off your shoes. Holy Christ! <laughs> it's hilarious. The, some, some of the things um, from eleven to fifteen, my shoe size went up every year. Every year. Anyway, we're not here to talk wow. about my shoes. Um, there, Liz is here, and uh, she is. Oh, hold on. I know I'm here. We've got Mini Liz here as well, <laughs> and uh, it's Liz's birthday. Yay! Happy birthday, Liz! Thank you. All right, are we are we ready to do this, guys? Are we ready to sing Liz Happy Birthday? Wait, we already sang it last time. Well, you sang yeah. it, and, yeah, and Mike I, sang the whole I didn't sing it. So, so and a one, and a two. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Liz and Minnie Liz! Happy birthday to you! Damn it, Mike! <laughs> Promise you, this is an Elder Scrolls show, folks. We're <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Liz is allowed to go. do and, and say whatever she likes today because it's her birthday, and she also prays that the last two weeks of 2016 do not claim Cloris Leachman nor Patrick Stewart. Who's Cloris Leachman? Who is that? What? What? <laughs> Cloris Leachman? I, I don't know who that is. Cloris Leachman? Oh my god! Do you know who Betty White is? Betty White? Yeah, I know her. Okay, she's the other funny old lady. Okay, yeah, there are two. Yeah, Cloris Leachman was Left. the original cranky old lady. Oh, she's the best. 
All right. Okay. I, I'm oh, really sad. Awesome. Like, I, 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 I like, I can't deal with this. I don't. Okay. Just pretty oh. much any any Mel Brooks movie from the '70s, except for Blazing Saddles. She was in it. Yes. Okay, I recognize her now. Yeah, I did a quick Google search. All right, well, yeah, let's <laughs> let's hope yeah. uh, let's hope twenty twenty sixteen's been kind of a shite year. Yeah, it has. For, That's why for, I'm scared. Especially for celebrities, yeah. man. Zsa Gabor passed away today. Yeah. Oh, I thought, so, it, oh, uh, I thought really? Yeah. Oh wow. Ninety nine. She died of a heart attack. Oh, yeah. well, she had a wow. good life. God bless her. Uh, well, um, speaking of those who are blessed, this one here, when the world needs a hero, they call Superman. Rob wears glasses like Clark Kent. Rob is Superman. Rob, rage philosophy. <laughs> I am not Superman. There you are. I'm Batman. That's exactly what not Superman would say. Yeah, exactly. Or Superman w- would say. He would put his glasses on and be like, I'm not Superman. Like, there's no not Superman? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I break my glasses. <laughs> Don't break them. That would have been awkward. Uh, and and this one right here, the uh, this one, the only one from classic Elder Scrolls who sang the entire happy birthday song on the last episode. So he shall live when Liz takes over the world. The one, the only, Mike, the Tamrielic historian. Good evening, everybody. And Mini Liz says hi. Hi. <laughs> we can't forget about Mini Liz. How you doing there, Mini Liz? It's my birthday. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Mark couldn't make it today. He, uh, he's he got a thing with his uh, his family. Um, so, Mark, we're going to miss you. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Um, you know, it, it has is something it to is. do with ice up in Canada. You know, the, it's, it's always the case. I think yeah, so pe- they're having a picnic. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I think he told me, and I, I think he might be lying. I think he said his pet elk was was giving birth today, and I don't know. He I thought like, he said caribou, but I thought there might have been an opening of Tim Hortons, and he had to go. <laughs> 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 it's required by law. Did he hear a who? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, we want to thank um, our, our brand new Patreon supporters, Santa Claus, Heat Miser, Snow Miser, Captain Nibbles, Joe Mama, Barry Gibb, and Shield Gorath. Uh, thank you, folks, for being our, our uh, Patreon supporters, uh, for our, our brand new ones, of course. Uh, we also want to uh, thank our corporate overlord. Over- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't say this word. Ovaltine Lords. Ovaltine Lords. <laughs> Tweets audio Don't audible. Thank your overlord and Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eventually get it. Um, so, so thank you, folks. All right, enough of me, Rob. What are we doing today? <laughs> All right, let me see. In my, in my laughter, I've completely lost track. All right. Uh, <laughs> We, we are talking uh, almost all things Elder Scrolls. We're going to be talking about uh, Sp- uh, Skyrim Special Edition, uh, or at least some gameplay with it. Elder Scrolls Online, uh, some sort of new uh, event, holiday thing they're doing. Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, uh, that, that is a thing. Uh, our discussion topics this week, uh, a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. ZeniMax Online Studios reveals the long-awaited housing DLC Homestead, mm-hmm. and there is much a buzz about that. Right? Oh, yeah. So... Uh, also, New Life Festival uh, debuts on Elder Scrolls Online as of uh, thir- this past Thursday. Bethesda reveals the Chaos Arena in Elder Scrolls Legends. 
and Todd Howard to receive gaming's highest honor. Oh, yeah, and it's about time. Yes, it is about damn time. Uh, plus, we've got your uh, weekly gameplay challenge, thanks to Rob at the last minute pulling off the Hail Mary. <laughs> Of course, Rob's Sorry. Rage of the Week, if something pisses him off, we'll have to find the bumper. Oh, the, the, oh there's plenty that pisses me off. <laughs> and, of course, we've got... Pirate. And, of course, we've got your listener emails. Uh, we're going to get into that in just a few seconds, but first, Mike's got something quickly he would like to mention. By request, Paladin of Arwen will deliver another Saturnalia reflection by his fireside in Proud Spire Manor in Solitude. The episode will be available for Saturnalia Morning. Evening Star, the 25th, a week from Sundas. Also, the podcast email group. We will email you updates on when we are going to record the live show, and we'll email you the show after we're done recording. Simply send us an email at elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com and ask to be added to the email group. And don't forget to tune in on Fridays at 10.30 Eastern Time for another episode of Dancing with Daggers, our Daggerfall Covenant-centered stream for the Elder Scrolls one Tamriel. Also follow the daggers on Twitter at ESOTR Daggers. With that, back to you, Avarwin. Well, thank you very much, Mike. Um yeah, looking forward to the uh Saturalia um episode that that um I'm gonna be doing. Um so so I had a few people ask me about this on on Twitter and email and whatnot, and um I didn't realize that the last recap that I did last year was was as, as popular as it was. So we're gonna be doing another one. Um you know, and it's 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 going to basically recap what happened last uh, this year in in Elder Scrolls Online, and uh, and so you know I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Um, I know next week. You guys is... heard that? I'm sorry. Did you hear that cat meow? No. Mm, no. Oh damn it! Sorry. sorry. Yeah. No, we didn't hear it. Get, get Captain Nibbles closer to the microphone, then we'll hear it. He will. He's he's uh he's never meowed before, but now that I'm in this apartment, he he wants to meow all the time. Okay. <laughs> now he's vocal. <laughs> he's testing out yes. the acoustics. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay. So enough of that. Uh, we're gonna get right into our our first discussion point. Uh. Right. Right after this. In their tongue is Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. All right, folks, uh, we're going to do uh, news a little uh, quick, quick, quickity, quick style here on, on ESOTR. We've got a lot to fit in, and uh, it's all important. The, uh, the DLC, Homestead, uh, has been announced and revealed by Zoss. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through some of these points real quick, um, and then we're going to kind of chat a little bit about it. Um, Actually, no. Let's 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 go. Let's go a little bit. Let's do this a little bit differently. Let's start with uh, let's start with Rob on this um, uh, DLC. Okay, Homestead is is basically the the um, Elder Scrolls Online version of of housing. I mean, we we know we're getting this now. Well, what do you think? What um, what are some of your thoughts when it when this was announced? Uh, I mean, I I, I kind of knew it was coming uh, just because they had said for for months and months and months. Um, that it was, as I believe that they quote, something that they wanted to do, but wasn't something they were working on right now. Mm. Okay. But it's, it has come a lot faster than I originally was anticipating it to, uh, to come. Um, yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Glad she said it. 
Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I was very surprised to hear that, that this was going to be uh, released. Is that better? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a, a, lot, a lot sooner than, than I was expecting. Like, to be honest, before they had made any type of announcement that, like, okay, this thing is going to be coming first quarter 2017, I was thinking we might see this by Christmas 2017. Maybe. Well, but, I mean, Rob, I, what I want to know is, I mean, are you happy about about how about what we've seen so far in regards to to Homestead? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is cool I, for I, you. I, I think that uh, that there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of distraction based content that uh, that's going to be thrown at the players. Um, and I know that uh, I it, it depends on the game when it you know when it comes to housing. So I'm eager to jump in on this. Uh, I'm going to have to reinstall the PTS again. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, I'll, I'll mess around with this because usually when it comes to housing in MMOs, I haven't really cared a whole lot. Uh, I think the only real games that I gave, you know, two craps about when it came to housing was Star Wars Galaxies and Rift. That was it. Mm. Um, Rift was amazing. Rift had a really, really good yeah. uh, housing system. So, you know, obviously, even if subconsciously, I'm going to be sizing ESO's housing system up against those two. Um, and from what it sounds like, it's going to be very, very extensive. It's basically putting the housing system in Skyrim to shame. Um, because most of the time, I mean, if you want to look at housing in Skyrim, it's like, okay, each hold had a house. Hearthfire gave you a couple houses, um, but in the end, it's just this big cookie-cutter thing sure. where all the customization um, was left to other people. Yeah, um, it, It's not left to the player to dictate where this chair goes, where this table goes, where you want to put this light source. Right. Uh, and with ESO, that's exactly what they're giving us. Absolutely. And, and I think that it is going to eat up a lot of my time uh, because, you know, I, I've been playing a lot of Skyrim lately, but I've also been playing a lot of Fallout 4 lately. And you okay. know what I found myself doing a lot in Fallout 4? Building your is town. Freaking settlements. <laughs> Rob, another <laughs> settlement needs your uh, protection. God. That was the one Man. thing that I, I really, I mean, I played uh, the settlement thing um, in Fallout for a little bit, but then I, I was like, you know what? I I can't stand this. I want to I want to get out there and adventure, so... Yeah, and it, it see, I, I like it. I really like it. Um, and you know, just from what they were showing with this, it seems a lot like that. Um, but it's more of the you know the fantasy genre, which is what I prefer. You know, I love Fallout, but I hate science fiction games. I'm just I yeah. just don't like them. All um, right, well let's let's drill into the um, let's drill into the particulars here a little bit for for listeners that maybe don't really know uh, what's going on here. Uh, release details. All right, this is coming February uh, 2017, and it's going to have a simultaneous launch on PC, Mac, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Now, it's going to be on the PTS starting in January. So next month, Homestead hits the PTS. After that, it will be released in February. Um, it will involve furniture crafting. Okay, there's going to be 40 unique homes to choose from and 2,000 individual decorative and furniture options. Um, in regards to ownership, all right, you got to 
in order to basically own your first house, you have to complete a tutorial quest and receive a small room. You'll get a small room at a local inn. Uh, then you'll be able to purchase a home afterward. Um, now you could purchase, when you purchase the home, you can buy it completely furnished or unfurnished. And uh, homes are going to exist in all of the base zones, but not in any of the DLC zones. So you're not going to be able to buy homes in Rothgar or the Gold well, Coast. Varwin, I don't know. At launch, they're not going to be in the DLC zones, but there has been have been uh, stuff found in data miners that uh, show houses in the upcoming Vardenfeld zone. Well, I, I mean, that would be wonderful, and I'm, I'm sure they'll eventually do that. But uh, as of right now, yeah, like as, as you're saying, maybe at launch, this is, this is going to be um, the way they're, yeah. they're doing it. Uh, now, homes are going to represent all of the 10 alliance races. Uh, now, in order to own an Imperial home, you must first have to have the, uh, the Imperial edition upgrade to the game. Which I'm not sure if everyone was kind of expecting, Mike. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that it was going to be, you know, you could own whatever one you wanted. Uh, and it really, Zoss is using this aspect here as an incentive to buy the upgrade. Mm. Um, yep. you know, and, and it's like, okay, you know, they're giving you the option to buy whatever number of houses it is outside of the uh, Imperial ones, and there's a huge number of them. And I guess there's going to be one that is Crown Store only available. Uh, it's going to be a very large style house. I don't know what it is yet. But, you know, so pretty much you'll be able to own 35, 36 houses. I think they were calling know? it the um, uh, Island Retreat, something like that. Yeah. Island Getaway. Uh, it's so like you'll a be massive... able to own 35, 36 houses. Yeah. With just the base game. And what if that was the Shivering Isles? Sorry. Well, That'd it's be... going to be like a, an individual home on an island, like a pocket type of thing. So it's not going to be... It's not going to be like... I hope it's not going to be like the Shivering Isle, like you go there or something. It's not going to be based off of another zone. It's going to be a very small instance house. Oh, that would be hilarious. Like Shiagora's house on an island. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just I'd him there. It. Mike would buy I that. Would Come buy on, the hell Mike. Out of it. Mike, you would buy that. You know you would buy it. Oh yeah, that. I would. Yeah. As long as it's not behind a box. <laughs> um, uh, and the purchased and un or the purchased, the finished and unfinished. Uh-huh. Uh, just to clarify that the unfurnished houses are you buy with gold in game and have to spend the time and gold to put your furnishings in, whatever you want to buy and put in there. The furnished ones will come in the uh, crown store. So you buy the house in the crown store and all of it's pre furnished. Well, I mean, so if you're the kind of lazy person who doesn't want to, you know, do home decorating but wants the house, the crown store is the way for you to go. I think you can buy. I mean, it's it's further in the notes, but I, I'm pretty sure you can buy the furnished house for gold as well. I think it's just more gold. My understanding was that it was not going to be available not for there. gold. It was just going to be the uh, in the crown store one. It, you know, it was late when I was I was doing this, so I, I could have just blurred through it, but. Yeah. Plus, you're not really like you know you don't really do the decorating thing, so I'm, I doubt you'd actually pay attention to that. <laughs> well, you have no estrogen whatsoever, basically. Who? Who me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's chemically correct, but I, I appreciate what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, uh, a couple more things here. Um. Raw. 
which I I completely lost my place, unfortunately. Sorry. No, it's it, it, no, it's all right. I just <clears> had to scroll a little bit. Um, okay, no, you so can have your friends over. You can. You can. Uh, where I think we're at decorating and furniture crafting. Uh, Rage is highlighting right here. Uh, you can you now you can own multiple homes, and all of the homes that you own, you can even own all of them, and they are account based. So all of your characters can. Um, can utilize the homes that you you purchase. Um, I want to stick with with Mike on this one for just a minute. Regarding ownership, all right, you got to do a quest. You get a, a room at a local inn. Um, what do you, how do you feel about the way they're they're sort of outlining how you can how you go about owning uh, your own home? Well, I think it's good because the one thing about Zoss, even though some people criticized throughout the last couple of years, they're really good about easing you into something and giving you a tutorial of how to do something. Uh, and so this is no different. So you complete this quest and you get this little apartment in and in. So I know for Daggerfall Covenant, Daggerfall City, you're going to get a room in the Rosie Lion. It's right on the first floor by the fireplace. And it's going to probably go through like, how do you open the door? How do you place some furniture? How, what can you do in your little house? And so then that way, when you go to buy the bigger one, it's not overwhelming. So I like the way that they're going to ease people into the home ownership. I think. Oh, I highly disagree. I have a feeling they're just going to throw it at you, and then you're never going to be able to find a help tutorial about it. That's what I've noticed. Oh, I'm se- I'm dead serious. <laughs> well, I guess we'll we'll see what happens. But if that's what happens, I mean, thank God it's going to be on the PTS in January. Um, you know, if that's what happens and you disagree with it, you can certainly, you know, email them and let them know. And, and hey, ball's in their court. If they do nothing about it, well, bad on them. Um, okay. Purchasing. Now, you got two ways to buy these homes, all right? It, it, you can buy them for in-game gold after completing the tutorial quest. And also there's... We still there's... don't know how much it's going to be. So I've heard yep. wild rumors everywhere from a couple thousand gold for the, the small house to seven million for the big house. And been told seven million is you know ridiculous who the hell told you that and i had it from a source but it wasn't a zoss source so it was a jello rumors that's now so rumors are flying all over the place so just you know be aware we'll know in a couple weeks how much the the uh the houses are going to cost right you'll see it on the pts as well um and hopefully they stick to those prices that's that's another thing too um unless they they offer you know uh, for one gold, and you know that's not going to be the price. We'll we'll see. Um, you can also purchase the homes <laughs> on the Crown Store. Uh, they can be purchased furnished and unfurnished, both with in-game gold and in Crown Store. So, all right. Now that information I'm getting off of the this is all coming off of their their announcement on the website, um, which I have the article right here. Um, so okay. yeah, so so it is true to say they can be purchased furnished and unfurnished both with in-game gold and in crown store as well uh furniture in furnished homes can be easily replaced so it's not like like rob was saying you know you're screwed um when you when you play skyrim it's just it goes where it goes and that's just it not the case here uh furniture in furnished homes if you buy a furnished home everything that's in there can be easily replaced uh to buy a home with in-game gold you must first complete a quest in the zone unlock a specific achievement so you do the initial tutorial quest and then say you want to buy a home in daggerfall you got to do a quest in daggerfall and then if you want to buy a 
you know, um, a home in, in um, East March. You got to do a quest in each March. East March. <laughs> so that's a, all right. So in purchasing, Liz, um, how do you feel about what they're offering here uh, as far as ways in order to get a house based on this information? I think there are enough options. I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think the options are, are pretty good um, on that one. All right. Uh, decorating and furniture crafting. This is kind of like the real crux of, of this stuff here because, you know, who wants a home that you can't even decorate? Uh, furniture can be crafted or purchased and f- are and is fully replaceable. You got over two thousand unique decorative and uh, and furniture items. Uh, furniture can also be decorated by placing items on top of them. So, for example, you have a nice uh, table. You could put uh, food on it with books and candles. So that's the difference between furniture and decorative items. Uh, existing. What's tra- also really cool is like I don't know if you caught the uh, the stream. That uh, Jess and yeah. Gina did. Yeah, so you that. can clip things too. So you can bring in uh, stuff to mount on the walls. And the way that they're doing it is like, let's say you want a, a deer's head on the wall, you actually place the whole deer and you clip it through the wall so that only the head is showing. Wait, can or you like, capture a whole deer? Or if you, I don't know, they <laughs> were showing it though. Or if you wanted, like somebody showed up, they were showing a picture of one of them where uh, the camel looked like it was laying down. And what they did is they clipped the camel through the floor so that its feet were beneath the plane of vision. So let me get this straight. So every single time you see a deer head on the wall at an inn, it's probably an entire deer whose head is sticking out of the wall. And and then it's got an ass in the next room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. deer ass on my wall. You know that that's going to be the next thing. People are going to come into your home and there's going to be deer asses hanging all over the place. I have no idea why, but for some reason that reminds me of Animal House with the horse and the dean's yes! office. Yeah, you know what? That's our. That's going to be our episode's name. Thank you, dear ass <laughs> in the wall. <laughs> okay, Wicked's not allowed in anybody's house. He threatens to burn all of their houses down if you put a wolf head or a wolf skin in the house. Challenge <laughs> oh. accepted. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to hang a coat on its tail. <laughs> on his wolf ass sticking out of the uh, the room <laughs> on the other side. Um, okay, existing trade skills can make furniture and items, or you can purchase them with in-game gold or in the crown store. So you can so so crafters can make furniture and, and decorative items, or you can just buy them with in-game gold, or you can buy them from the crown store. So that's I think that's pretty awesome. Trophies from dungeons and trials can also be displayed inside. And for for you collectors out there, hold on one second. For you collectors out there, new achievements and luxury furnishers can give you rare items to decorate with too. So luxury furnishers have a rotating stock of rare and expensive items like pets, mounts, assistants, uh, crafting. Well, pets, mounts, and that's another item, but that's another thing I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, but luxury furnishers are going to be a type of um, NPC in the game, and you can buy expensive items from a rotating stock that they have and, and put it in your home, too. Um, Rob, what, what were you trying to say? No, I just... Oh, uh, I, no, no. So maybe maybe his mic then. Random yeah, outburst. So the, uh, the trophies there yeah. are going to be uh, bronze sculptures of the different monsters that uh, you fight in those dungeons. That's cool. That is cool. That's very cool. 
Oh and my god, like, like a mounting, nerd like, you know. Shelf. Think about how what awesome that? that's going to be for like a guild uh, a guild house. Go ahead, Liz. Uh, no, it's 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 like a nerd shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a nerd shelf. Yeah, you're it right. is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, you can also display your pets, mounts, and uh, your assistants, as well as crafting stations. What? Working lights, so if you you know you walk into a room, you can turn the light on and off, as well as target skeletons, aka target dummies, even a full library of Shalador's books, which are fully interactable nice. and placeable as well. Um, who uh, who who didn't I call on for 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 this? Um, I think I think we're back to I think we're back to Mike on this one. Uh, Mike, decorating and furniture crafting of, of this stuff right here. What, what do you got? Uh, so it was really cool with the decorations that they ran on that episode. They made it fully furnished, uh, like, uh, uh, Christmas scene in the little room. And so like they put a tree in the house that, uh, a small fir tree, they put, uh, they had a fire going in a fireplace. They had a deer head mounted in the fireplace. I don't know why. Uh, but then like they actually put, uh, like little bobbles on the tree and that was really cool yeah um so and then they placed like the mud crab and you know it was playing the lute and they had the cat in the room and the dog and just all kinds of really cool little neat things that you really would not see with the skyrim's um housing system absolutely they were putting sweet rolls on the ceiling well, gonna... it got a little crazy after a while. <laughs> well, people kept popping into that chat because it was on a stream, and people were like, "When's the action going to start?" We, you know, not reading what it, you know, what they were actually doing. Of course, no one was talking, so it was a bit confusing. But you kept seeing like <laughs> little sweet rolls pop up on the scene. <laughs> it's funny. Um, okay, now Liz, you, you uh, looks like you're typing a question here in the notes. Yeah. Okay, luxury furnitures have a rotating stock. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Pets, mounts, assistant, crafting stations, blah, 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 Right. Um, are on display. Your yeah. assistant is on display? Right. That's so you, horrible. You can mount his head next to the deer ass on the wall. Oh, my God. That sounds so kinky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so um, basically, I mean, this is kind of, kind of work out like, you know, your car in the driveway. You know, you walk up to your house and... You know, there's your there's your mount just chilling on the front lawn, and you go inside, and there's your you know there's your cat or there's your dog inside as well, and then are people. Your assistant is you know walking around inside the house, bugging you, be like, hey, you want to put something in your bank, or hey, you want to buy He's something? Wearing my underwear or doing something <laughs> weird. Uh, He's wearing your underwear. We need to see pics. So. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's kind of what that is. It's just basically like your butler almost just chilling in, in the house. That's what <laughs> your assistants are. Stuff. Shoot. <laughs> I, I, I really like the, the idea of having your pets walking around yeah. uh, the inside of your house. Uh, because my house is going to be guarded by a badger. <laughs> badger? <laughs> yeah. I, I decided to pick up the Colovian badger yeah. uh, a couple uh, couple months back. And every now and then I'll, uh, I'll I'll be running around having that thing following me around. It's funny. <laughs> it makes the funniest little squeaking noise. Does it? Yeah, it does. And it's like the thing is, is like you know, all, all these little pets, they have some sort of animation with them, you know. And I was really kind of hoping that the badger would have like this just aggressive stance that it would take just for no freaking reason, because that's what badgers do. <laughs> <laughs> what? What you say, mate? You want something? 
<laughs> Did you ever see that? That, that gif of that what badger getting in that guy's face. <laughs> That's a funny one. All right, we've got somebody's cat. We've got a couple of details here. We just want to clean up this um, this talking point on. All right, uh, houses are instant, so you don't have to worry about racing to grab the perfect spot of land. Furniture you create via furniture crafting can be sold to other players. You will be able to preview homes before you purchase, both furnished and unfurnished. That's that's a really good one. I like that. Uh, you'll be able to allow your friends and guildmates to visit your home. They can travel to your home via the group, friends, or guild lists while you're in it. Or by selecting Visit House by clicking on your name in those same lists when you're offline. So, so you can have people come to your house when you're offline. Last couple of points. You can grant trusted friends permission to decorate existing placed items in your home, but they can't add or remove them. Uh, you can also allow those who are not on your friends list or in your guilds to visit and or decorate your home by adding them as a visitor or decorator in your house settings. You'll be able to conveniently fast travel to your homes via the world map, similar to how way shrines currently work but it's a free charge as well as directly via the collections menu. So you can, you can travel straight to your house free of cost anywhere in Tamriel. Uh, you can allow visitors into your new home. A visiting player simply needs to teleport to you and homes are secure. Other players are not able to break into your homes and steal items. Sorry, thieves guild. So all this information comes from the announcement on ElderScrollsOnline.com. Uh, if you want to take a look at that, just uh, head over to ElderScrollsOnline.com and, and uh, you'll see all this information right there. Uh, let's finish off with um, with uh, with Rob on on this on those on those final points there. Um, what do you like? What do you dislike? If anything at all? Um, I I dislike the ability um, for. Anybody on your friends list to, uh, to to come into your house? I mean, I know it really doesn't make that big of a difference because they can't do anything. But you know, it's like you know, if I, I think that that should be something that that should be optional. Like you know, people could only come into your house if you're online. Um, but you know, that's me. Um, I mean, otherwise, you know, all of this looks really, really positive. Uh, I'm I'm very excited about this. I want to try this out. Um, you know, EOSO for me has been feeling a little bit just grindy lately. So I haven't had a whole lot of desire to jump into it as much. Uh, I think that this is going to change a lot of that. So I'm, I'm psyched for it. Um, feelings overall, uh, starting with Liz. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all, well, no, um, I like it. The only thing that I know that they're not going to have, they said you can't resize anything, but you can clip it. You know, uh, so it lends for creativity, but not as much. I think we talked about this last. There's my cat. He's tapping me on the shoulder. Um, stop it. Um, <laughs> oh, come on, yeah. mom. And it'll be cool if your pets knocked over stuff when you were gone. Yeah, had to go pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> you come back to a shredded couch. Right. <laughs> and the, you have to recraft it. The dog gets yep. into the plate of sweet There's rolls. your money sink. <laughs> and then you have to train your pet. That's another DLC. Um, build this couch to Mike, drag waxes. Mike, do we have uh, Mini Liz on tap? Is she is she there? 
What do you want? <laughs> Mayliz, what do you think about these houses? They're too big for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, what about you? Uh, overall, what do you think about housing? Uh, I'm really excited for it. Um, you know, the, we've been able to see a large number of the houses. Uh, we're doing Dancing with Daggers this past weekend and uh, this weekend. And uh, Rob pointed out to us the one in off of uh, Ebenhart there. It's that is this giant fortress is one of the big houses. Um, yep. We've taken people up out of Daggerfall overlooking the harbor with the one that's there. We've run into the large house in Bankerai that uh, is going to be an orc fortress. So, um, you know, it's it's really exciting that they're coming. Uh, I hope that, uh, you know, that uh, each house has its own settings uh, for visitor and decorator uh, so that you can set it so that, you know, you can give permissions to decorate only this house or that house. Uh, we've talked about how, you know, we want to get the big house off of Dagger in Daggerfall City area there and just open it up for all of ESOTR. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. All right. Um, we've got uh, we've got this other thing here that that uh, that came that blew into town recently, um, and that is the new Life Festival, which has debuted in Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, started up uh, Thursday, December fifteenth, ten a.m. Eastern, and it's going on until Wednesday, January fourth, at ten a.m. Eastern. So from uh, December fifteenth, January fourth. Uh, we've got the particulars on this, but um, you know we'll we'll get into that a, a little bit here and there. Um, let's let's go with Liz. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you took a break from the game for a little while, but uh, I know you jumped back in. I think it was either yesterday or the day before. And one of the first things that you noticed was the new life festival going on. Um, yeah, like what the hell are all these people doing here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well. What do you think? What do you think so far? I mean, what have you gotten into? What have you played? Do you have any questions? Uh, what do you think so far of the new Life Festival? I'm I'm enjoying it mostly because I have just jumped in and I've forgotten, you know, what what I'm doing. Well, not really. I got like riding a bike, you get back into it. But anyway, sure. um I didn't really feel like going on a dungeon or going into PVP right away, so this was kind of a nice easing my way back into it. And I really liked everything. I know Rob has just said he's getting, you know, feeling a little grindy, but I'm like, dude, this is, this is exactly what I needed when I came back, and it was so nice to see all these people, and yeah, it's it's um it's a lot of fun. It really is, and the the uh, the thing is, is that yeah, I mean, yes, anything can get grindy if you really um. Uh, attack it from that perspective. And certainly I felt that too, when I was playing this the last few days that, um, it gets a little grindy after a while. I mean, you've got, you know, nine different quests that you definitely want to, you definitely want to do them at least once. Um, but, but the quests are not like what you saw during, uh, the witches festival where, you know, you have to kill something. It's, it's fun, dopey stuff. Like, you know, for example, uh, in, mud uh, balls in, in East mud balls mud balls <laughs> in, in East March we'll you get have into to, that in a little while um, in East March you gotta you know take a polar plunge and you and you do like there's a cannonball animation that your character does jumping into various parts of East March in the water um, but if you do like it that. naked you get an achievement yep uh, do and you? then you have to warm up by the fire and it's awesome <laughs> and you drink one of the the things that the guy has for sale there and your your screen goes green and 
voices get distorted and you start wobbling. <laughs> I didn't drink that one. I drank the one where you got all cold. Yep, so, that one. That one's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're the you're the ice guy. Yeah, you're ice. It's like, like I'm gonna walk around as an ice statue for the next few minutes. <laughs> it seems like there's there's tiny little Easter eggs hidden all throughout. Definitely interact with everything when you guys are doing this stuff. I mean, yeah. just, you got to interact with stuff. Um, oh, my... and have your attacking innocence button uh, off or option off. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that means you can attack innocence. That's that's what we want to set it at. Anyway. Uh, Mike, what, with uh, how do you how do you like the new life festival? What, what do you what are some of your thoughts on this? Most of it is really good, but we were talking. There's a couple of missed opportunities. So if you look at some of the um, uh, the achievements, uh, one of them, like the 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 one in Stonefall, says uh, dance with another player in this uh, bar, and then in this bar, and in this bar, and in this bar right. to get the achievement. Yeah. And I was saying, you know, I was kind of sad because all you have to do is walk in there and hit the dance button while somebody else is in there. Yeah. And. Right now, it's very easy because everybody's doing it. Right. Towards the end, it's going to be harder as less and less people are doing it. But I really, they lost the opportunity because there's about three or four of these where, you know, it. when I was reading it before the new life started, I was thinking you were going to have to go up and group up with somebody or ask for a dance or something like that and have, you know, that kind of thing where it had you group up in order to get the achievement, not just be in the room when somebody else is in there. You know, it's a very interesting um, thing because, I mean, these uh, these holidays, in MMOs in general, holidays are meant to get people back into the game. But if you develop the events in the holiday where you don't need to interact with anybody, then it sort of defeats the purpose of, of pouring all of your time and resources into creating the holiday and the events anyway. And the yeah. fear is if you do make it too reliant on multiplayer gameplay, then no one will be able to get the uh, events done because people won't be... You'll be afraid that people won't be playing the event in the first place. There is there is definitely, I think, um, a balance to hit when it comes to how long does your event last for and how many... Um, events do you put in that are multiplayer based and how many events do you put in that are single player based and where where's the where's the sweet spot in in all of that and especially with this one because it's nine um quests that you do and you there you do them daily and you can do them on all of your characters so theoretically if you have 12 characters in your account you would do them on all 12 characters and you could spend all day doing these quests and not really interact with another person and so it's like, I, I mm. almost think it would have been nice if they, if every day, because it's going for almost three full weeks. Yeah, I had that thought too. If I had that thought, if well. every day you only yeah. got one per character, and you know some of them are solo type of things, and some of them are you know group based, and some of them being a little longer than they currently are, like uh, the Pilgrim's Path, it would have been nice if it was like you started this area and you had to walk your way through Grotwood as you know a a single quest right and yeah instead of right now it's go there give the guy 69 gold and race your butt back to east march to collect your reward uh, let me put it to you, that's right this is this is you know christmas time um or you know holiday time sure. here 
a lot of people are busy going out of town. I'm glad the event is going on to what the fourth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's that's grand. That's great. And because they are such small, um, easily doable quests, that people can do them and not have to worry about being there absolutely every day. But here's the thing, though, Liz, is that, you know, nine quests with 12 characters, you know, it it gets out of hand. That's your problem. That's your damn problem. Yeah. Now, now, now this is this is the part where Rob was saying it gets a little grindy. Listen, folks, I mean, if that's if that's sort of the level of of gameplay that you want to put into the MMO, then you're you're free to do that. But for me, I've got I've got a bunch of characters, too. And I'm only going to focus this, uh, I'm focusing on this with one character, and that's my main, Avarwin. Um, if at some point before this ends, I feel like derping around a little bit here and there when it comes to uh, the other character I'm focusing on, which is uh, Paladin Marlowe, then I will. But I'm not going to grind this out, because then, for me, I know that when I grind out stuff like this, like Mike, like what you're pointing out, it does. It becomes less fun. It becomes more like work. And I just refuse yep. to to do that. It's not important enough to me that my characters, all of them have everything from every holiday all of the time. I mean, it's coming around next year. And yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I would have liked to have seen a little more depth and a little more interaction, I guess. Uh, it, it's a very fun, you know, mm-hmm. activity, but you know, because you can do nine of them a day on 12 different characters, it, many people, it gets very grindy. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I keep telling people, remember, you've got 17 more days because people are losing their minds selling some of this stuff on crown stores and they're buying it. <laughs> and, and it's like the gold recipe is going for almost 40K. Some yep, of the yeah. boxes are going for 20, between 6 and 25K. Yeah. And it's like, wow, we've only been doing this for three days now, guys. Just you know, <laughs> log in every day for the next two weeks, two and a half weeks. That's the way it is. And even if you do one of them a day, you'll probably still complete the entire thing. That's human behavior, yeah. though. I mean, you've got you've got something brand new and shiny. Everyone wants it. It's tapping into and that. And there's you know, nothing to do at the end of day four. And they're like, this game sucks. There's nothing to do, man. Right. It's tapping into that <laughs> that, that uh, risk and, re- and reward area of your of your brain. You know, you got to have... You got to have this thing right now. Meanwhile, you're not thinking about the fact that this ends in January 4th. I mean, for God's yeah, sakes. You know, people are, you know, it's the holiday too. People are going out of town. They may want to do it ahead of time, but that's just, you know, a portion of the population. Sure. All right. So let's, let's, um, bef- uh, before, uh, Rob, I want to, I want to get into your thoughts on this. Um, but I also want to present the information to, to the listeners as well. Uh, so for those of you out there who are listening, who haven't touched this yet, we're going to explain the event to you basically. Um, so again, yes, it started Thursday, December 15th at 10 a.m. Eastern, and it's going to go on until Wednesday, January 4th until 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, you, you purchase a free new life map in, in the Crown Store, and it's going to grant you the quest to find Breda in East March. And once you get that item, you then travel to Breda in East March and you accept her first quest. Now, once you complete nine of these race-specific quests Breda gives you, um, you get a new life gift box for each one that you complete. And they're going to basically have um, a couple of things in them. You're guaranteed to get a random crafting material, um, a random consumable version of a new life-themed memento, and a skin changer-style item, uh, Wolfsbane incense. You're also going to be guaranteed one of the following from this list either a skin changer motif chapter or a new life recipe of either green, blue, or gold quality, 
or a special New Life collectible, such as mud ball pouches, Nordic bather towel, Colovian filigreed uh, hat, uh, hood rather, or a Colovian foot uh, f- fur hood, which is a hat as well. Uh, so you can you can possibly get some of those collectibles. Um, if you complete all of the quests, you're going to get the new li- uh, New Life cerulean die plus an achievement. New Life Celebrant, and the title, Magnanimous. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget, like like we were saying earlier, there's there's little stuff hidden everywhere, here and there and everywhere. Um, such as, next to Breda, there is a two-hour-long double XP drink in a keg next to Breda. What? Yeah. Yep, yep. So if you're leveling up a lobby, you may want to tap into that. Found it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so that's the information, folks. Now, Rob, on to you and and your thoughts on the new Life Festival, which before you jump in, I just want to say, before I forget, I really love the fact that this is so completely different than the Witches Festival. A lot of MMOs, they do holidays, and you can see that they're either the same event, just reskinned, or or very similar. This is completely different than than the Witches Festival. Rob, go ahead. Um, I... The, the, there are aspects of this that, that I like, uh, and there are aspects of it that I don't like. The Witches Festival, um, I was... I, I, I was in Sovngarde, okay? I was having so much fun with that, because um, it was a <laughs> Halloween event. I was in Sovngarde! <laughs> um, Nerd! Okay. And, um... I mean, with that, it was it was basically go around and kill stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wanted to get anything done in the Witches Festival, you had to go around and kill stuff while you're a skeleton. Yep. This is a little bit different, which is a good thing. Because, other, you know, if, if they didn't change it up, otherwise, be like, okay, well, this is just the exact same type of event, just right. with a different theme. Yeah. You know, and, and, and those aren't fun. With this, this is a role player's dream. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure the RP community right now in the game is loving every minute of this because oh, almost every single one of these quests, this, that's what it is. You're doing some sort of role playing. Um, I mean, even though this is an RPG, um, there, there's a lot more of an element of role playing, like the dancing, like the running around and lighting of the torches and, <laughs> uh, and, and, and jumping off of bridges into ice freezing water. Okay. <laughs> daggers only yes. for everybody exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly and it really is i really thought I, I saw a crowd dancing around a bonfire and i was like oh my god is that robbing them <laughs> like i thought it was you guys but no they were characters it's awesome but i mean like you know we you know we decided to do this on daggers uh the other night um i signed on on thursday when this thing uh first fired up and i ran the quest the first time and I, you know i, I was really excited and, you know, the, the positive aspect of it is, okay, you can do these nine quests, these nine dailies. And, and my, my initial understanding, which I had misinterpreted, was that you get one of these nine quests per day and you have to get the other eight through group sharing. Kind of like the Rothgar world bosses, at which point I'm like, ah, crap. <laughs> but, but I was pleasantly surprised when I actually logged in and tried it, returned to Breda, Got the crust reward, and she immediately gave me the next one. I'm like, oh, okay, these people were full of it. So, oh, yeah. uh, uh, so at, you know, at that point, 
you know, I went and did the nine quests, and by the end, you know, of doing the nine quests, like, okay, well, that was fun. That you was kind of cool. I like too that I, there isn't a cap on how many you can do per day. Right. I mean, you could just keep spamming these left and right. I mean, on and on and on and on and no, on. No, it, it it caps out at nine. Like you can only do each of them one time, so you get a total of nine per day, and then that's it. And you got to log on to another character if you want to do it again. Um, <laughs> oh, I so, didn't know that. I see. I have. I still have two two more that I have to do, and I've seen repeats as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Every day it, they it resets the clock. So yep. if you did seven of them last yesterday, and you log in and do six today, there's a good chance that you're going to get duplicates today and not mm. see all nine. Okay, right. that's probably what happened to me then. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I was able to do you know all nine of them on Thursday, and then by Friday it's like I signed on. I'm like, well, I should probably wait because we were going to be streaming daggers on on Friday night, and um, and after running these a couple times, you know, by myself on uh, a couple characters, and then running them again with a group of people on daggers. It's a lot more fun when you run with a group of people. And there's multiple reasons for this. Um, one, the, act, you know, the, the activities that, that you do in these quests are, for lack of a better word, they're so stupid. They're, I was just going to say that. They're stupid. They're, they're dumb. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're dumb, but in a good way. Yeah. All right? It's like, it's like that, you know, the, this event is not so serious. No. Um, it, it's meant... <laughs> Why so serious? And, a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, I, I think it's a it, it, it's a good thing. And just like Liz was saying, and, and and you know, this this event was perfect for the type of stupid crap that Daggers does. All right, yeah, we you know we sign on, and, you know, we'll do dungeons every now and then, but this past Friday. We logged in. There was about six of us in the chat room or, or an, on Skype. A couple people had joined us in game, so I think there might have been like seven or eight of us that were just running around doing it. And the fact that there was a group of us uh, that were able to do it uh, made it a lot more fun uh, because I, I believe, I think the catching of the fish counted, uh, but I know that there's certain certain aspects of... Um, of, of grouping the up of the fires one the lighting of the fires is hands down a lot easier to do when you're in a group because what we did we went in we posted somebody at each of the uh the braziers and then we talked to the npc to initiate that part of the quest and you have to light the braziers in whatever order you choose you just have to get them all within the same time limit um and we're like, okay, and go. And then everybody lit their brazier at the same time, and we see the quest objectives going northern brazier lit, southern brazier lit, western brazier lit, east brazier lit. And like, okay, and we're done. Cool. Okay, it took three seconds. Right. <laughs> you know, so things like that. That's a good tip. Uh, also, That's a good tip. The lock picking one counted in yep. the same exact way, that as long yeah. as one person picked the locks, we were good. Right. Yeah. And, and and these these quests are a lot of fun to do uh, because a lot of them have some sort of achievement tied to uh, tied to them. So if you want to get these achievements, you you know first and foremost you're going to have to open up your achievement log and check for the holiday events where it says New Life Festival because like Liz you know said you get an achievement by doing the like the polar bear plunge, yeah. but to get the achievement you have to take off your armor. Okay. Ah. Yeah, I didn't With the know fishing that. Fishing event. 
with the fishing event, you have to catch five of each of the types of fish. Where my first day out there, I was out there for 45 minutes. I got like 30 of one type, 20 of another, and one of the third. <laughs> it was just like, it was like, oh, and the ESO random number generator strikes again. Strikes again. Uh, <laughs> or our guildmates, uh, the Betnik one, where you have to go kill the wolves and the wasp. That one. And it says, show your appreciation before you oh. end the quest. You have to have the double spiked ale uh, in mm-hmm. your inventory. Drink it, then talk to her. And shoot your eye out was nice enough to make like a thousand of them and put it in guild bank. So yeah. if you want that quest and you don't have the double spiked uh, ale recipe... To make it yourself, there are in Guild Bank. So take yep. one or two out and, you know. Oh, that's not, I, yeah, I had no idea about yeah. that. Yeah, so m- many of these many of these quests have an achievement tied to them, but not all. All right, um, guys. You know. um, let's let's uh, let's move on. All right. But before we do, I just want to ask uh, any any sort of final thoughts on uh, the new life festival um, or or even maybe housing. Maybe it maybe you thought of something about about housing. Um, let's Mud balls. Mud okay, balls. Yeah, one thing about the mud balls, right. uh, it is a memento, but there has been complaints that have been filed, uh, and so they've released what? a couple statements. They're on Twitter, they're on uh, Reddit, they're on the forums. Uh, please, you know, in good fun, if you're in an area and people are throwing mud balls, that's fine. But if you start chasing another player down and hitting them with mud balls as they're questing, it might be considered a form of harassment. <laughs> Just be aware of that. Wow! Really? Yes. Did, you can't I mean, stalk I ran another in the player. Face with one. It was awesome. You can't <laughs> the, stalk another player shooting mud balls at them for two hours. <laughs> wow! You know, look, I mean, like, I'm I'm glad you brought up the mud balls because I think the very first quest I did was I got the permanent memento for that, um, rather than the the temporary one, and I, I decided that usually whenever I'm waiting for my group, uh, you know, to sign on Teamspeak to to do pledges or whatever, <laughs> I stand under this tree. Uh, right outside the Wayrest uh, Undaunted Enclave. So I've always got these clowns coming up and uh, trying to do a dual request, but I have it auto-decline. Uh, so I think what I'm going to do from now on is that anytime somebody comes up and does a dual uh, request to me, I'm going to hit him in the face with a mud ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is what I think of your dual request. Here. No, thank you. All right, no. guys. A- anything else on uh, on New Life Festival? No? Okay. All right, um, let's let's switch gears here uh, to to Elder Scrolls Legends. Uh, now, now we've got uh, a brand new event that actually ends um, the day you're listening to this. So, so um, you know, we're reporting on it, but uh, it's 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 here and gone, unfortunately. Um, Elder Scrolls Legends event, the Chaos Arena, from December eighth. To Monday, December nineteenth. Which Liz, didn't you say that they extended this to the twentieth? Yeah, but I mean, really, the night. You know, when you go to sleep, it'll probably be gone yeah. by the twentieth. All right. Uh, Shia Garath has taken over the arena in Elder Scrolls Legends, introducing many new mechanics and play styles for a limited time. Uh, <laughs> if players log in during the event, they will receive, once the event has ended, a free card pack. Those who enter the arena will experience all new scenarios, all new lane conditions, a new card set, the Madhouse Collection, which is available <laughs> to buy for gold, or it's uh, $9.99 in the store, and Shia Grath's personal touch on class avatars. Uh, now, Liz, you had, a, you had a few minutes to actually play the Chaos Arena, right? 
Uh-huh. What'd you think? It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it made me want to play the uh, the player versus player arena. Oh, I usually just like to do the solo arena. You know, I don't have to worry about another player, and I don't have to worry about getting my ass handed to me. But, and I did in the Shea thing, but my first, oh, my first scenario was I got in there, and I had picked a really crappy deck. It just, you know, you have to pick it at the beginning of your, your arena and stuff. Um, but my first quest was that I got to switch my card decks. And so they got the crappy deck, and that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you got their deck. I got their deck, which was awesome. <laughs> I, I felt so good about that. Okay. All right. And now it looks like I did that on purpose. Did you I win? Like, I knew it. Nah. Did you win? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't win that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. But I sure as hell won that, that, or that I, uh, play. I kicked that guy's ass with his own deck. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's oh. funny. Um. Oh, that's Okay. And then we got the the guy that does Shagora's voice in the games. Yeah, yeah. Wes Johnson. He's all crazy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they had uh, they tapped Wes Johnson for that because I mean it's not the same. It, I, you could you could do it with somebody else, but why? You know, just just get them. And they've got these cards where like it looks like a kindergartner drew on them with with like uh, chalk pens or something. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. I saw there was this one card uh, of a Khajiit that's doing kind of like a. You know, like a kneeling sort of um, uh, guarded stance, but then Shia Garath like painted a fish between the two <laughs> arms on the Khajiit, making it look like instead of the Khajiit is you know in a in a stealthy sort of defensive fighting stance, he's actually just like here's a really big fish, brah. <laughs> really funny. Yeah, he draws hats on like the red guards and stuff. It's great. <laughs> All right. Um, how are you enjoying Legends? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be covering? I kind of wish uh, you were back in the game so I could smoke you. Oh, I bet. I bet. I've been. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't changed my, my main deck in a while. <laughs> I haven't played Legends in months. Um, are we going to be hearing some of your Legends gameplay uh, during the gameplay section in a few minutes? That's about it. I just, you know, I'm cool. trying to get to where my screen will show that I, I win so many battles in a row so I can screenshot it and, and uh, tell everybody else they suck. Yeah, that's nice yeah. of you. It's good that you do that to people. Every time I get near that, I've gotten maybe like two that say losses on there, and I'm like, mother God! Wow, okay. Um, all right, <laughs> let, let's let's jump the, into this next moment before we get into gameplay. Uh, Todd Howard to receive... Gaming's highest honor. Well, congratulations to Todd Howard, the executive producer and game director at Bethesda, for being named the 2017 Hall of Fame recipient of the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences, the AIAS. The prestigious award will be given to Howard by longtime colleague and friend Pete Hines, who is the vice president of public relations and marketing of Bethesda, on Thursday, February 23rd, during the Dice Awards. Howard will be the 22nd Hall of Fame recipient who will take his place alongside such names as Kojima, Gabe Newell, Sid Meier, and Shigeru Miyamoto, just to name a few. Um, Mike, you alright? Yeah, it just uh, it started roboting really bad. Oh. And uh, it says that I'm now on Wi-Fi instead of hard co- on Hardline instead. Oh. So it's just, yeah. Okay. 
Now I'm seeing what's happening on the. <laughs> I, I, I thought you just wanted to give us a close up of his crotch. That I I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm really excited like, about this award. I was looking over the top of the uh, this because uh, I'm, I'm on a laptop, so I was looking over the top to see if I was still plugged in. Oh, okay. But all right, I thought you were like showing off your shirt or something. Like, yeah, look, you know, no. But what does Rifton have to do with Todd Howard? <laughs> um. Well, anyway, Sorry. Uh, no, it's all right. Um. So, so uh, congratulations to Todd Howard. Um, I think this is definitely long overdue, uh, for sure. Probably should have. Well, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say one thing or another on on when he should have received it, but um, I'm glad he's he is finally receiving this award. So, congratulations to Todd Howard. Um, all right, we're gonna jump into gameplay, uh, but first we want to give a shout out to our uh, our first uh, corporate Ovaltine Lord, uh, <laughs> which is tweaked audio. <laughs> Uh, tweakedaudio.com folks, uh, they, they make, um, obviously, uh, some, uh, as we've been talking about them for years now, fantastic, uh, earbuds, uh, for about a $25 price point at tweakedaudio.com. What you're going to do is you're going to get yourself, um, amazing headphones that last you for years. They're extremely durable. And the sound quality that comes out of, out of these tweaked audio headphones is, is, um, second to maybe only Bose. If, if that, uh, serious about that, they're, they're really, really good. And um, they're, I mean, they're not bows, so you're not going to be spending a ridiculous amount of money, and you're getting quality that's that's very close to bows style quality. They've got noise cancellation uh, with these headphones as well. They don't really uh, bind up easily because they've got a nylon uh, a nylon cord. And um, like I said, for about twenty five dollars, they ship them to you for free. It's got worldwide free shipping, so it doesn't matter where you live in the world. You know, they'll just ship them to you for free, so it reduces the uh, the cost on that one quite a bit. And uh, we're going to save you here at QGN. We're going to save you thirty percent off your entire order with our code off the record. So what you got to do is at at price um, before you check out, just type in the code off the record, and uh, knocks your price down quite a bit. The more you spend, the more you save. And um, again, these are these are these are headphones. I have been using these headphones that I, right here. I've been using these headphones for years now. I would say probably about a good three and a half years I've been using these headphones. And they are fantastic. Um, they're still in great working condition. Um, they sound amazing. And, you know, I, I take them with me wherever I go. And I, I've got no complaints on them. Uh, it's funny because, unfortunately, Tweaked Audio has not received any money from me in three and a half years. <laughs> uh, oh. So, you know what? I, I actually was putting away the last of my boxes, and I went through my wire boxes, and I found seven pairs of broken earbuds in there, and they're all just backups because, because like one earbud, uh, yeah. you know, doesn't work. Um, but I don't have any tweaked audio. Well, that's that's kind of the thing, you know. I mean, when it comes to other 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 guys like Skull Candy, for one, okay, I had a pair of yeah, Skull Candy headphones yeah. for probably about two months, and and they just fell apart. I used to, you know, I used to wear these things when I was jogging. And so they would take a beating, and they they fell apart on me in like two months. Now now you go out and you buy another pair. They're ten bucks. All right, whatever, fine. It's ten dollars. Who cares? But the thing is, is you know that set, Liz. If you spent ten dollars on each one of those headphones, you spent yeah, seventy dollars. Yeah, yeah. So and it's probably over the course of a couple months too that you spent ten dollars yeah. each time. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So. Go to tweakedaudio.com, guys. All right, get yourself a pair of of uh, of headphones. You're going to spend around twenty five dollars. Look, the shipping is free. Okay, they're going to last you for years, and the quality is fantastic. It's not like you got to worry about you know if I spend twenty five bucks, is it going to sound like crap? 
No, they sound amazing. Um, can't recommend them enough. Been recommending them to you for years, and that that certainly won't stop anytime soon. And uh, if you think about us over at QGN, just type in that code off the record, and uh, you'll be saving yourself thirty uh, percent off, and we'll get a little credit for the referral. And uh, that's a, that's a nice win back and forth. So we'd appreciate that. They uh, make good birthday presents. Uh, they do. <laughs> they do. I think and Liz is dropping a presents too. Oh yeah. Major hints there from Liz. Um, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. All right, folks. Uh, gameplay right after this, and I promise you won't be hearing uh, you won't be hearing too much of me during during gameplay because I, I talk too much. So, Aww. Aww. <laughs> I got a good story though. You guys are gonna love this, uh, but that'll be later on. We'll see you soon. I still love that bumper. I still love that bumper. I mean, I know it's long and it's it's just like random in-game violence, but <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I don't know what it is. I think it's just so exciting between the music and the, the fighting going on. I was just looking at Rage's picture, and do you have Garland on your ceiling fan? Yes, <laughs> we do. That's adorable. It's because the ceiling fan doesn't work anymore. I kind of figured, yeah. Like something, something broke on it, and uh, when it when it comes to decorating the house for holidays, my wife is basically, "This is what I'm going to do, and don't get in my way." Okay. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, there she is, kicking it. my chair again. What? She's doing a good job. Who's that, Loki? Anyway. Oh no, your wife is kicking the chair. No, it's my wife. <laughs> Anytime that I'm loud. No, I've had this chair for a while. Oh, okay. I know at one time you were sitting on a folding chair that squeaked a lot. Oh, yeah. Mike's just saying that because he got a brand new chair and wants to show it off again. Yeah. Well, Aww. I got a brand new chair, but you know. Uh, oh, I Rob. Rob had a brand new chair, too. Rob, you didn't problem. get a new chair? Well, I did, actually. Take a look at my chair. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Had this chair, I think, since maybe February or March of this year. And it used to be nice, but then I got a cat. Uh. Oh. Now it's full of holes. No. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what. That's 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 you see between between my chair and and Mike's and Rob's and I, I'm imagining maybe Liz as well. That's a, that's the secret to podcasting. There's a couple of secrets. Number one, you want to make sure you put out really really awesome uh, sound quality for your listeners. You don't want to you don't want to use you know these these crappy gaming headsets. You you don't want to do this. No, you want a nice want a nice uh, head headphone set. Uh, nice, nice microphone and whatnot, especially if you're the lead host. The next most important thing is you got to have a high back chair, something you can kick back in, relax a little bit. Ah, now I can talk, you know? That's, yep. Uh, that's important. That's, that's what it is. Anyway. I don't even have a couch. Here we, <laughs> oh, my God. What do you mean you don't have a couch? Liz is sitting cross-legged on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your new apartment, Liz. By by the way, yeah. <laughs> no couch, no couch, um, no okay. chairs. I mean, well, I've got dining room chairs. No, yeah, no chairs. Let's um, you don't need them. Let's jump over they to make Mike. Good birthday and Christmas presents. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> so Liz, Liz has already asked for her tweaked audio headphones. I did. I just suggested and a couch them. Suggest highly suggested, highly. Uh-huh. Uh, it's good having it's good having Liz back, but I'm I'm eager to hear from Mini Liz. Uh, mini liz how's the new apartment mini liz did you get your new homestead yet the cat won't leave me alone (laughs) the cat won't be well that's true mike what you doing tamriel this week uh so in skyrim Mm -hmm. uh my character got married to lydia so uh we're spending some time in riften dealing with the drug problem there Uh and um sweet i was like you know what Need to get. I think you know maybe it's time because the last time was my first playthrough on the PS3, and like I had never gotten married thereafter because I got married to the town bike, <laughs> and she wrecked the marriage for me. So, uh, but you know I've been traveling with Lydia for a while now, so it's like okay, you know what? Make her an honest woman. She yeah. carried my burdens officially then. <laughs> Man, there was this one time she was sandwiched between the Falmer and the Snow Elf, and I was like, <laughs> I could really spend the rest of my life with a woman like that. <laughs> What? What? Uh, okay. Well, I I just I zoned out for a second because I was thinking about something else. That I came I back and I, I heard sandwiched. Sa- sandwiched. I, guess- <laughs> I know Liz highly objects to that comment because it's the snow elves that became the Falmer. So you're you're right, Liz. I shouldn't have said that. I don't Awkward. know if that's supposed to be funny or something. But speaking of snow <laughs> and snow elves, um, my friend told me to cut out some snowmen, and I cut out a penis instead of it, and it looks really good as a snowflake. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Anyway, <laughs> have we completely lost any sort of resemblance of family casting on this? I think, I think so. We, uh, I mean, for God's yeah. sakes! <laughs> I will point your butt. To the Liz can say anything. It's her birthday. Uh, God, I did, I did say that, didn't I? I did. Why? You should know better. The downfall of the show. Any reasonable Liz, human no. being would have said that's a joke, Liz. <laughs> ah, it's a train. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take that. <laughs> take it right on to screw Ravarenville. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Um, that should be the title of it. Screw, screw, screw Varwinville. <laughs> taking the train to screw Varwinville. <laughs> um, Mike, please. Uh, more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I spent some time in Riften, you know, uh, started the Mara's quest there, got married. We dealt with the skooma addiction problems that uh, the city has. Um, I went and uh, got the... Um, the cube from the one Argonian on the docks and delivered it back and placed it in the uh, Dwemer ruin. So now I have inspiration when I craft uh, Dwemer armor, which is completely useless to a uh, character who uses light armor. But at least, you know, it's another quest punched out of the way there. So I now own Honeyside. Uh, so I'm very happy with that. So nice. as I'm doing the rest of the Thieves Guild quest line, I'll have a house to, to run out of. Who showed up for your wedding with Lydia? Um, because it's fairly early, it was just the priests of Mara uh, that were there. Right. Because um, usually, like, if you have multiple houses with Thanes, the Thane, the or the house carls will show up. Right. If you're the head of a guild, sometimes members of the guild will show up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still fairly low level on this character. So, uh, you know. He and uh, Lydia were the only ones there, so kind of eloping. Yeah. 
Okay. See, now I, that that's one thing that I don't know if most people notice that, but when you when you do get married to somebody in the game, there are people that show up and and those people actually do mean something to your character. Um like the Thanes. Now, now when I I got married to um I got married to Lydia as well. We I I actually had uh purchased the house in uh Proud Spire Manor in um uh Solitude. Purchased the, the house in in Solitude. And that comes with its own thing, of course. And she showed up for for mm-hmm. the wedding, and I had never noticed that before. I thought for some odd reason that just Lydia just shows up as as one of the characters that goes to the wedding. But um, that was my first interaction uh, with that that idea that no, it's 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 actually tailored to what your character has done in yeah. the game. So if you adopt kids, the kids will be there. Yeah. You just have to be careful that you know. Uh, the character, one of the characters, doesn't end up dead and falling through the roof. Yeah, that's oh, all. Otherwise, the, the day is ruined. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, is that when it ticks over to the morning, if you're marrying one of your followers, they uh, they defollow you for that day. Yeah. So you better not be adventuring on your wedding day, and uh, you've got to catch them just as they leave the Chapel of Mara. Yeah. If they leave Riften, you're going to truck your butt back to wherever it is that they're going. To pick them up again. Okay. Um, wow. Uh oh. Looks like looks like we've got a, a little bit of a hiccup there, Mike, on on your end. Um, you you can still hear us, right? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looked like your 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 okay. internet sort of stopped for a moment. Okay. I got it back up and running on uh, Hardline. So. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, when we had the uh, the QGN mod, I had you guys show up at my wedding. When I also had Alistair in the game. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but yeah, you guys showed up, and also, well, in my Dragon Age game, I had the, you know, um, no, it was a guy that looked like you. Never mind. Um, yeah, in this game, yeah, I turned around, and yeah, that's cool. It was really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Did did uh, did the NPC Joe the Widget Wilson take out his uh, his broom while there? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, like that was. Uh, now I I feel no, he took out a flintlock. No. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> wow. was a Breton. A Breton. <laughs> I think they're called Bretons. I'm not sure exactly <laughs> what they're called. I was so scared to call them Bretons with my New York accent. I had no idea because I didn't want to be like a complete noob on that first episode and, and be like, oh, yeah. So I was going to yeah. roll a Bret. Yeah, but, you know, I didn't know that at the time. You know, when, when you start podcasting, you think like you have to show your listeners, you know, everything about everything. And that's really not what you're supposed to do at all. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, you, you know what it was when, when Fred made that mod, um, <laughs> I didn't know this at the time, but he actually, uh, programmed the mod with a bug for Joe Wilson's character that all he would do is just take out a broom and sweep. <laughs> now I didn't know this at the time, not until way after Joe left the network. Um, and just before Fred had left the network himself, he had told me. He said, "Yeah, you never noticed that of Arwen that he, all he does is take out the 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 broom." And I, I said, "Honestly, Fred, I never really used any any of those any of those guys as as followers. I don't like using followers, so I just thought that was because he was in the end." He said, "No." He... <laughs> I yeah, know. I just thought it was because it was in the end too. No, That's no, Fred programmed that to be a gag on on poor Joe. <laughs> Although anybody that goes into Steam and goes tries to download that, don't because uh, Fred left the mod when um, he had done something funny, and 
it winds up not being very funny because you spawn multiple like mammoths and oh, skeletons and you can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So the you trolls, can't. Uh, by so the don't Dark do Brotherhood, uh, entrance. <laughs> yeah. And it wipes out all of Falkreath's population. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny for that if you want to start over afterward. But yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. Yeah, it's an abandoned mod now. I mean, you shouldn't even. Don't even bother with it. Um, in, in any event, uh, what else? What else, Mike? What else have you done in Tamriel? Uh, most of it's been ESO, the New Life Festival. Uh, ran with Rob on daggers. Uh, we ran a couple dungeons this week. We've been trying to get uh, uh, the Vet uh, Dragonstar Arena. So different groups of us have been gathering up. And we've been able to make it to round four before we have trouble with the final boss. Um, but, you know, it's progression, so... You know, Slowly but surely. I, I read a I read a um I read a post on on the forums. I should know better to, to go to the forums and take anything seriously at all. But I read this guy's post and he said he was he was shouting that 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 um no it wasn't was it DSA? No. No, it wasn't DSA. It was um uh, the other one? The, the other arena. Maelstrom. Maelstrom. <laughs> Thank you. Why was I not? I, I couldn't remember that. Yeah, Maelstrom Arena. He wanted original. He wanted Maelstrom Arena to be nerfed. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, Maelstrom Arena is supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be a difficult solo experience for you. That you have to go in there and and you're you're gonna you gotta change up your playstyle. And, and this this guy was complaining. I have to change up my playstyle. This is I, I don't like this. And you know, you guys have to nerf this. This is ridiculous. I'm like, c- come on. Like, can there not be something in the game that's really, really challenging? I mean, that's just silly. It's just silly. Well, it's not just, you know, really challenging or, you know, change your play style. You know, the, the entire thing with the New Life Festival with the one in the Alakir where you have to light the four braziers, people are losing their minds because they run out of stamina before they can actually light all four braziers. And so they can't get the achievement. They don't want to group up with people, and they're screaming and yelling. It's like, Come on. seriously, you know, there is a way around all of these things. And yeah. for many things, especially with, like, Maelstrom Arena, is survivability. Is your character have a self-heal? You can't go into there expecting to just keep hitting the uh, the little healing totem. You know, with Dragonstar, we're learning, you know, what the tank has to do, what the DPS has to do, where people have to stand. So it's all about progression. You want the achievement for vet, you're going to have to work for it. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and the same know, thing it, with Maelstrom Arena. You know, it's it's something in the game that you really do have to work for, uh, and and that's what makes it fun and that's what makes it meaningful. I mean, Rob, how how hard did you did you pound your your face on the desk for, for <laughs> uh, Maelstrom Arena? Months. Uh, yeah, uh, I started doing Vet Maelstrom probably in January of 2016, shortly after Rothgard come out. Uh, in fact, I think Thieves Guild was out by that point, so I started working on it. I didn't complete it until July. It took that freaking long because it you, you get frustrated and you have to walk away from it. Uh, sure. You have to change up how you play and step outside of your comfort zone. Uh, because it is a different, it's a different element of the game. So you have to change things up. You can't rely on a party member to keep you alive. Right. You have to have some sort of self-sustainability, but also not sacrifice too much of your DPS. Um, 
in order to pull it off. Yeah. You know, and you know what I like that about about Master Marina because you know it is a solo experience, and I don't have to worry. You know, what's what's wrong with with the group? You know, what are we not doing the right way? I mean, am I not tanking the right way? Is is the does the healer need to upgrade their their gear? Does the DPS need to upgrade their gear? Do they need to do something different? No, it's just it's all me. If you're ha- if I'm having a problem getting through Master Marina, it's not because of anyone else. It's because of me. I'm the problem. Yep. And it's very easy for me to say, okay, I'm the problem. I need to fix something and, and, and go through it that way versus having to, you know, uh, do do a team effort on that. Not not every – it's nice to have something where it's, it's not just a, a team effort and, and you have to, you know, figure out if it's one variable versus the other. In Master Marina, if I can't get through it, there's only one variable, and it's me. So figure me out. <laughs> and yep. I like that. I think it's refreshing. It's it's absolutely refreshing. I think it is. Well, you know, a part of that is is that also you kind of have to have different gear for certain things. Just because mm-hmm. I'm a PvPer, that's yeah. I know that yeah. very, very well. It's true. But it does suck if you don't have a subscription and you don't have that much space because right. you don't have room because of crafting. That sucks. Yeah, but it's sucks. part of not having a subscription. Um yep. Mike, anything else? No, that's been it. You know, a lot of, you know, just working my way through, you know, some of the new stuff, uh, playing on a Lobby character who is actually not Lobby anymore, but, you know, you get to level 50, still it doesn't mean that you're done. You still got all those Sky Shards and all of the skill points that you're lacking to, you know, round out a character. So I've been working on my Dragon Knight on that. All right. Um, now, Rob, before we get into your week, um, your week in game, uh, I just want to remind people that the weekly challenge last week was in Skyrim Special Edition, get the Thief Achievement, pick 50 locks, pick 50 pockets. So we appreciate folks uh, jumping on the bandwagon for, for that. Uh, this week we have a brand new weekly challenge, and that is uh, in Skyrim Special Edition, get the most wanted achievement, 2,000 gold bounty in every hold. Most wanted achievement in Skyrim Special Edition the 2,000 gold bounty in every hold. Now, if you didn't get this in uh, regular Skyrim and you don't have special edition, certainly it applies to you too. Um, but we, you know, we're trying to give people who are who are playing special edition right now, um, we're trying to give them, you know, ways of uh, getting outside the uh, the box on on that one. Uh, Rob, on to you as well for for your weekend game. What have you been doing? All right, I've been playing tons of Bethesda Elder uh, or uh, Bethesda single player games, uh, as well as Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, like I said, like Great. kind of my uh, kind of my break of Elder Scrolls Online is still still going. I'm pretty much only signing on right now uh, on ESO uh, to do the uh, the Winter Festival and Daggers. Uh, I might run a, a dungeon or so, like once you know once or twice a week with uh, with some guildies, but. The bulk of my gaming time is going to be Skyrim, uh, Fallout, and I'm I'm even testing out a little bit of Legends. So, um, <gasps> what? Nice. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, so I mean, for you know, for ESO, uh, there's not really a whole lot to tell other than just we, you know, we did the uh, the New Life Festival stuff on Daggers this past Friday night, and that we've gotten uh, to round four of Vet DSA, which, you know. In my opinion, now is harder than Vet Maelstrom. Okay, so I'll just go leave that where it is. But <laughs> okay, in in Skyrim, um, I I did what I originally said last time we recorded. I uninstalled 
special edition to go back to regular Skyrim because of SKSE. Um, it's a Skyrim script extender, which yeah. it basically makes it, it basically adds stuff to the game with mods that can't normally be added into the game. Um, you know, without the script extender running in the background. Uh, currently, there is not one for uh, SE. However, I understand that there is a SKSESE in the works. So keep my, yeah, keeping my eye out for that. I don't have a whole lot of hopes that it's going to be ready anytime soon. Right. But, uh, you know, I have hopes for that. And I realized something is that I'm either just me updating my graphics card uh, drivers or whatever, or if it is a grand conspiracy from Bethesda, but my regular Skyrim just does not want to behave. It's like, no, we've got this new shiny oh, Skyrim oh, SE for you to you. use. So, <laughs> so it's like, no, you need to play the new one. So it's like my regular Skyrim game just does not want to behave. It keeps freezing up and crashing on me, and I'm not using mods with it. Wow. And I'm like, okay, what the hell's going on? Wow, that's weird. Um, so I finally broke down and went back to Special Edition. All right. Uh, so, so that's what I'm doing, and that's one of the main reasons I was not able to complete the uh, uh, the thief challenge because I didn't have a whole lot of time because I had to uninstall and reinstall. What's um, uh, what's your plan for special edition now that you're back in there? Well, I'm I'm trying to add mods back in and and, and make it uh, you know tr- try to make it you know my game as much as as much as I can uh, before. Obviously, you know I. I you know, I'm used to playing a very heavily modded Skyrim. Sure. Um, there, there is a a new uh, successor to the Perkus Maximus mod, which we talked about over a year ago. Rob Perkus uh, Maximus. Yeah, Perkus Maximus, and uh, it's now called Ordinator. Um, but it's made by the same guy. You can find it on the Nexus. It's basically a perk overhaul, um, and it, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it doesn't make the game too intense like Perkus Maximus did before this is just more or less gives you more options and more perk points to spend so it's a lot of um, uh, you know a lot of you know customization and, and, and focusing heavily on one particular tree but one of the things that that happened during my gameplay and you know my kids love watching me play Skyrim it's a lot of fun I was starting up a uh, special edition with you know the first playthrough since reinstalling and something bizarre happened. Everybody is familiar with the, uh, I, I guess, the wagon ride on your way to Helgen, correct? Everybody's yeah, sure. seen that at least a million times. Okay. At least. Again, whenever I start these games up. Only once, I, you know. <laughs> you know uh, only once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, whenever I start these games up, I go through that whole motion and then get that first game save so that if I want to start it over again, fresh with different mods there it is i don't have to wait through that all right, over exactly again. only yeah. once <laughs> right just once and the wagon for some reason i don't know if it was glitched or whatever but it like the perspective seemed a little bit off like the camera just wasn't right and everything around me was shaking like an earthquake <laughs> and but there i am Sitting in the in the cart with Rayloff and Lokir mm-hmm. and Lokir um, extent. Yeah. And and the milk drinker. And they're just they're talking, like doing their their normal scripting, but in the background, the world is going <laughs> and 
<laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? I mean, it's like the it's like the cart was tumbling down the road. But everybody's just like, you know, it's like, where are you from, thief? A Nord's last thought should be of home. <laughs> 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 it's like, what the hell? Agatosh, I, Mara, Divines! <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, you get to the point where Raylof's like, I used to be sweet on the girl from here. You know, and it's just like tumbling through the streets of Helgen. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> And finally, it, you know, finally get off the cart, and that's when I realized the cart was like this. The front half of the cart and the reins and the horse were in the freaking ground. Wow. <laughs> but it was still trying to be pulled yeah. along the path, so it just kept tumbling over itself. It must have bugged out when it spawned in. Oh, my then... God. That is it, a dedicated horse, though. Oh, yeah. That, that was freaking hilarious, and, and my kids were howling. Oh, they thought oh, it was bet. the funniest things they'd ever seen. I bet and, that horse is ready to be mounted on your wall. First. Yeah, <laughs> and the uh, uh, you know as I'm as I'm standing there doing my character creation, you can see the cart in the background, and I see that the horse has no head because the horse's head is clipping through the stone wall. Right. <laughs> I'm like, Oh dear God! Oh man! Was, so so that now that now hilarious. that you you've survived this tribulation, uh, what exactly are you going to be doing with this character? Uh, I'm I'm trying to do the mage thing. Um, I am trying out uh, the, uh, the the apocalypse spell package, uh, mm-hmm. which I had used before. Uh, it is a mod that they do. It was ported over to special edition for one spell only. All right, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like. Uh, Akato's or uh, yeah, it's Akato's recital, but it's an alteration spell that when you cast it, it rem- it remembers the next two spells that you cast in the next thirty seconds. Okay. And any time that you enter combat, it automatically casts them. So what you can do, and and I'm I'm trying to do a mage playthrough. All right. So once again, I'm doing a cryomancer because that's what I do. Yeah. That's um, the thing. But what it what it can do is you can cast this Akato's recital, and then in thirty seconds you can cast Blur, which I think is an illusion spell which makes you harder to hit, and then you can also cast Bark Skin, and then what it, it will remember those two spells. So when you're just walking along in Skyrim and this mud crab just for whatever reason wants to jack up your world, <laughs> I'm a mud crab. <laughs> All, all of a sudden, it just goes, Woof, and you magically have blur and bark skin already cast. So that way, you don't have to be like, okay, gotta pause the combat and find my bark skin. Okay, cast. Okay, now I can engage this enemy. It just does it. It's also a really good indicator of of being under attack. Uh, with you know, in the event that you happen to have your music shut off, um, and and that's what I like it. You know, some people refer to it as a cheat, but you know what? It's like if you are playing a caster. And you're not wearing armor of any sort. This thing is a game changer, literally. Yeah, um, that sounds nice. So it, it is real nice, and you can have it cast anything. It's just it'll only do two. So that's the fairness level of it. If you want it to be bark skin, great. If you know, you could even have have it cast the uh, the fire and ice and lightning cloaks, so that when enemies get close to you, it just does AOE damage to them. Right. Uh, that type of thing. So. Okay. You know, I, I'm eager to see if I can really, you know, pull off a um, 
like a sneak mage type of, of play style with this because that's one I kind of got frustrated. It with. makes me wonder if if uh, Bethesda would consider doing something like um, uh, something like you're talking about with with Elder Scrolls Six. You know, being able to sort of program macros uh, for for certain mage mage trees. I mean, that would be that would be nice because it, it's really nice knowing that okay, you can just cast this particular you know, protection spell, and yeah. then it just automatically does it as soon as combat's initiated. And it takes your magicka and stuff, right? It, it's not free. I, right? it, it, it is a reduced cost, but it it does cast a little bit of magicka, so it's... Okay. Because you know, I know that, you know, casting bark skin itself is a huge amount of, um, of magicka to cast immediately, and it leaves you nothing... Uh, yeah. For the combat, but what it does, I think it, it it only uses up like a fourth of the uh, of the of the cost, and and it regenerates back, obviously. Uh, so it's it's not like a complete cheat. Uh, it's it's extremely convenient. But uh, Liz, that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> Liz, what about you? What have you been doing in uh, in Tamriel lately? Well, I just got back into uh, actually sitting down at my computer for the first time in months. Well, really, great. That's great. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, started ESO again. That was kind of nice. I really have nothing to say. I mean, I tried Skyrim a little bit, and then I figured out I left off left off on a quest uh, in Dragonborn DLC uh, where I was underground. I hate underground stuff. And then trying to get out of underground by doing cube puzzles. <sighs> <laughs> okay. So that's when I turned it off and went to Legends and was playing kicking ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you think? Do you think that um, next time we do a show, you'll uh, you'll be talking a little bit about about our our gameplay challenge for this week? Oh yeah, there was no way in hell I was going to do your gameplay challenge. First of all, because you said specified special edition, and I was like, well, I- I'm I'm not going without my Alistair, and I can't have Alistair without SKSC. <laughs> right? No, what I mean, like, um, I mean, this is this is for Skyrim too. Uh, get the wanted achievement. Do you think you'll be doing that or or no? I could. Uh, does it have to be special edition? No, it doesn't. Have, that's. I mean, I. I literally just said that. Um, it. No. It I, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. <laughs> my cat is clawing me in my butt. I All right. Well, you know, when ones. you got a cat claw in your butt, sometimes you miss a few words. You know. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you know? We've all had cat claws in d- different various parts of our body. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah hurts. Um. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be Skyrim. You know, uh, it doesn't have to be special edition. It could be Skyrim too. Um, yeah, so so that's uh, again, folks. Uh, for maybe those of you who who missed it, uh, this week's challenge is um, in Skyrim special edition. Get the most wanted achievement, which is two thousand gold bounty in every hold. Uh, but if you don't have special edition uh, and you've never gotten this before, and you feel like getting it, certainly playing regular Skyrim is fine too. It's just, it's just the the challenge is to get that achievement. Well, you could technically do it in the ESO too, because I know this because of mud balls. I walked. I didn't know that the guards were gonna, you know, be watching, but I walked <laughs> straight up to Queen Irene, like five feet from her, and just yeah. pulled on a mud ball right in her face, B- blast her in I the face with some mud balls. It was kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I learned to hide behind big chairs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, anything else, Liz? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, if if uh, if you remember, throw it out there. Um, all right. We're going to start winding the show down, folks. Uh, but we've got we've got more to go. Um, 
you know, I, I just want to throw out this story too. I've been playing um, Skyrim Special Edition on my PS4, and um, you know, I'm playing with my my new uh, my new paladin, who about this time was around level eight, and um, I was on the road, and I had noticed that there was a a, a, a turned over cart, and I started investigating a little bit, and I found um, a, a couple who was dead on the on the road, and uh, one woman in particular, the, the, there was it was a male and a, and a female. And the, the woman had a had a diary on her, and I come to find out that when I read the diary, that there were merchants on the road toward Whiterun, and they uh, she was writing about how her husband wanted to take this road to Whiterun with their their goods, um, and how oh I saw that one yeah, yeah uh, she didn't want him to go alone because the 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 road there was very very dangerous that that bandits had been. Uh, raiding merchant carts all along that road for months. So she went with him and unfortunately met their uh, untimely demise. Well, I'm looking around the road here and, you know, the horse is dead. Um, she's dead. He's dead. I found the diary, read the diary. And there's there's Falmer arrows all over the place. And I'm like, jeez, you know, I, the, only Falmer you know, use Falmer arrows. It's not like bandits are going to be using these things. So I, I went looking around because Falmer, they're always in a cave. I went looking around. Sure enough, I found Chilwin Deaths. Now I'm level eight at this point. I found Chilwin Deaths, yeah. which is a cave right off of that road. I'm like, you know what? Son of a bitch. These guys, these Falmer, they're coming out of the cave. They're, they're hijacking people on the road. So I went into Chilwin Deaths at level eight. I gained three levels fighting all of those Falmer, cleared yeah. them out, huh? <laughs> Gained three levels clearing out those Falmer uh, with with that character in Chilwin Deaths. It's, it was a tough, tough haul, but um, I got him. And you do that without the uh, the reveal life spell or whatever, or shout, yeah, don't you? correct. Oh, God, I could not do that. I would crap my pants every five seconds. <laughs> It, it gets a little. It does get a little, a little uh, stressful, especially when you're only level eight. And I think you know, Falmer yeah. are, are usually what, like level twelve at least, fifteen. Somewhere I, I no idea. But then there's also those churros or charas. Or oh, they're the worst. You got to avoid them because <laughs> at that level, they're 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 poison will rip you apart. Um. All right, folks. We've got lore and more coming at you in just in just a few seconds here. Um. Are you are you ready there? Uh, yes, I am. You are ready to ready to rock and roll. Here we go. Just a second. We'll see you in a minute. I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. All right, take it away, Mike. Okay, so this week in Tamriel, holidays. Barenth Dew. Barenth Dew is celebrated on the 18th of Evening Star by the Red Guards of the Alakir Desert. Its meaning is goodbye to the beast of last year. Pageants featuring demonic representations of the old year are popular, and reverie to honor the new year is everywhere. The 20th and 24th, depending on the calendar you're using, is Chilla. Chilla, the blessing of the new year in the barony of Cairo, is both a sacred day and a festival. The archpriest and the baroness each consecrate the ashes of the old year in a solemn ceremony. Then street parades, balls, tournaments conclude the event. In Daggerfall, this is also the summoning day of Molag Ball. Then we have the 
horoscope. Ah, yes, the two moons horoscope with, with my, my good friend, Jazzo Dark. Please put your paws together and perk your ears up for the prognosticator of all of elsewhere. Prognosticator, is that legal in public? <laughs> Only if you're Khajiit. <laughs> the 18th of evening stuff. This one has been studying the ways of the new life festival, guided by a Nord named Britta. Finally, this one has had a chance to visit his people in elsewhere, where the traditional act of procurement is celebrated. The pockets overflow with riches, but it is rumored a mafia is holding trade in Ralka hostage. This one enjoyed watching the silly Nords plunge into the freezing waters below. But when asked to try this, this one was very reluctant. We Khajiits do not like getting our fur wet. So, with the cold and wet, this one got a fur-lined robe and a hat dyed in a brilliant shade of forest green to keep warm while visiting Skyrim. This one also understands that today is a most conspicuous day. The day of Mistress LeBeau's birth. So let us look at the stars for the occasion. Oh. So, we were, I read her fortune earlier and here it is. You are proud idealistic person who is sometimes quite stubborn and set in your ways. You are more emotional than is obvious, and having a purpose and direction in your life is vital to your emotional health. You need to feel proud of what you do, and the more you do, the stronger a leader you are. Your manner is regal and respectable. You are far from petty. Relationships define you, and are many if you have a hard time being alone. Today, Jode and the Cesarine oppose opposition predisposes to tension, irritation, disputes, and minor accidents. But tomorrow is a fresh start as Jode joins the triad and a triad is formed. As a Breton, this poses well for you as the three look over men favorably. Lastly, the three cards of your birthday. The man in the tree, you have obstacles delaying fulfillment. The empress, develop your creative side. Try risky strategies to gain great fame. And then lastly, three sorts. You will have emotional issues to cut through to see happiness is waiting for you. Now, if you will excuse this one, this one must make his way to Stone Falls. A lovely Dunmer is waiting to dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was great. Very good. I like that. Happy birthday, Liz. That was so sweet. I was Okay. Liz, have you ever had your fortune read by a, a Khajiit before? No. Well, there's that a was first. a first. It's a first for you. Yeah. There you, right, go. you should try it more often. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> thanks, Mini Liz, for jumping in there. Yeah. Um. All right, folks. Uh, emails, 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 and I will read this. This I one this in this. I will read this email in the way that I believe it. It had meant. It had been meant to be read. Uh, to us, <clears throat> and I quote, I won't ever play your game again. Lazy development of let's make things hard by only really implementing one-shot mechanics. By Anonymous. I was talking to a guild mate, and they want us to feature like these these Bethesda-derived tweets that we get that we aren't <laughs> supposed to get yeah. as a regular thing. <laughs> like the guy who was mad that there was a uh, a fee to join guilds. And we'll no longer play the game so long as there's a fee to be in a guild. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> oh God. Well, uh, I mean, Remember they did that in Rift. They like called out people that were real a holes. It was awesome. 
these. But to it's put so funny because we get page. these, and they're not yeah. for us. No, they're not. <laughs> that that's the thing. Like this isn't this isn't a guy who just hates the show. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. This this is a guy who's. <laughs> He tried at the game. He tried emailing <laughs> Bethesda and somehow he got Elder Scrolls off the record. I don't know how that happened. And then he sends us an email telling us I'm not playing your game again. Well, I don't care if you don't ever play the game. I don't care, dude. I'm not Bethesda, all right? Why, why don't you do a little bit more of a I don't know, why don't you go to elderscrollsonline.com and then, you know, go there or or I don't know. Why don't you do what most normal people do and whine about it in the forums if you're going to whine? I'll guarantee you they'll get it then. Don't email a podcast. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> you derpadoo. <laughs> I will say, though, you have put a smile on my face, Anonymous. Uh, so <laughs> we've got um we've got one more email and uh uh who wants to take this one because it's a little long and i don't want to shove it on anyone i can take it go go oh oh Oh, you get back in your box there lane i'm done (laughs) i'm all right (laughs) go right on ahead rob (laughs) good morning esotr crew and peoples i was listening to your discussion on multiplayer and elder scrolls 6 and wanted to add some of my thoughts during the discussion, it sounded as though you made two assumptions. First, that this would be a PvP kind of thing. And second, that the multiplayer would take place within the game's titular province. When I think of multiplayer in an Elder Scrolls game, I have always thought of it in terms of a co-op. I would picture meeting up with my friends and building our own stronghold somewhere while fighting off monsters and together seeking out rare ingredients and powerful artifacts. What I'm trying to say is, I hope they make it a little less Call of Duty, and a little more Diablo-ish. It would be nice to see some perks that help you uh, that help out your friends too. For my second point, adding multiplayer for an entire province might be a bad idea. All it takes is one guy jumping into your game, killing all the shopkeepers to see the flaws. But what if two things were true? First, add multiplayer as an island like Solstheim, and second, for Elder Scrolls 6, let's just or let's go back to just being a normal guy, not an awesome hero of legend like the Dragonborn. It makes sense for 100 adventurers to run around Solstein. It doesn't make sense for 100 Dragonborns to be running around Solstein. So, to recap, one, less PvP, more PvE. Two, let's go to Multiplayer Isle and leave our main saves alone. Three, and the whole thing hinges on this. Don't be an a-hole. <laughs> His difficulty level, I think. I hate to be that guy, but you forgot an E, man. Um, <laughs> thank you for taking time to read. And again, sorry for the long email, Justin. That's what oh, you think, thank you for the thank, thank you for the kind words, Justin. Uh, anything else? On... Um, I I like your option too. Um, I mean, I, I I think for the most part, uh, yes, I I do agree with you. Um, I, I'm I'm not quite sure where, where you got the you know the, the idea for you know for the kind of PVP thing. Um, I mean I mean just you know because you know multiplayer can mean a bunch of different things it, it it just really depends on the game that you're playing and 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 what you know multiplayer was intended for based on the developers uh you know my 
you know, my original thought still stands is that I don't think it, I don't think it needs multiplayer at all. Mm. Period. The end. All right, and uh, so <clears throat> uh, thank you, uh, Justin, for for emailing us this week, and uh, to to our anonymous emailer. Uh, hope hope you hope you get that figured out. Um, so if you want to email us your thoughts, uh, maybe maybe you hate our show and that's cool. You can email us uh, at Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail dot com. Oh, you send that stuff to Bethesda or something, not to us. Yeah. They don't like it. Now, if you yeah, hate, if you hate Skyrim, our show, send that to Bethesda. And if right. you hate their games, send that to us because it makes for much funnier podcasting. This when is we true. Read yeah. out those emails. Yes, this is true. I think Matt Grandstaff needs to know exactly why you hate Elder Scrolls Off the Record. I think he would love to know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, listen seriously, folks. Um, thank you very much for for listening and and for for downloading into our our wonderful uh, Twitch chat room. Uh, thank you for for being here this evening. Um, we are we are drawing our show to a to a close, but uh, we'd also like to remind you uh, a couple of things about our sponsors. Number one, um, Amazon.com is uh, you know if you go to what, uh, QuestGamingNetwork.com and click on our Amazon link down below uh, while you're doing your Christmas shopping, your last minute Christmas shopping, um, it'd be nice. We might get a little we'll get a little credit for that. And of course, uh, to Audible. Uh, if you if you feel like getting a free audiobook, uh, you can do so at Audible. And uh, the great thing about Audible is that they have a huge selection of hundreds of thousands of, of books, uh, audiobooks to to choose from. Uh, if you go to our link, um, audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E, you get yourself a free book and you can try out the service for free. So it's a, it's a, it's a win-win. Uh, so thank you to our uh, corporate Ovaltines for <laughs> sponsoring our show yet again. I want to remind you that next week is classic Elder Scrolls, uh, which I believe we should be able to fit in despite the, the Christmas holiday, right? Uh, it depends on when you plan on doing it because I'm going to be out of town for a large portion of uh, Christmas Day mm-hmm. and thereafter. So, mm-hmm. But what will all 12 uh, of your characters do in ESO without you there? Yeah. Wait a minute, Liz, remember? It's a laptop. Ah. Oh, ah, right. I did not know that. Good right. <clears throat> um, on you for having a laptop that can run it. without. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's a gaming laptop. So. As long oh, as I'm at my parents, which has a uh, fiber network, we're, we're good. How about uh, Monday or Tuesday of next week? How do you feel about those? Are you going to be gone? I'm going to be gone for those. All right, so no classic. It might week, have to push until the, until the later in the week. Until January. When I'm back. just have mini mic. Yeah. yeah mini, just have mini mic. mic. <laughs> yeah, mini mic. <laughs> oh, I put that on my nerd shelf, and you're painting above it anyway. Well, oh, we cool. we may not have classic next week, guys, but we are going to get something out for you. Um, one thing is for sure, you're definitely going to get the um, the uh, um, Saturalia episode, uh, which is going to be like a, a yearly recap of Elder Scrolls Online as well. Plus, it's kind of like a, it's basically like an audio greeting card from us to you. So you're getting you're going to get that on um, on Christmas Day on the uh, the 25th, uh, aka Saturalia. So uh, you'll be you'll be receiving that, um, and hopefully we'll be able to, to get something else out as well. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Fridays is Dancing with Daggers around here. At 10:30 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget about QGDND. It's our um, and my mind just went blank. Uh, <laughs> that Dungeons is and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast. Correct. Uh, that is on Quest Gaming Network. 
dot com and uh look out for the uh eventual return of kd radio coming in uh the uh the next couple of weeks oh and also um shaleen streams as well on um fridays uh, right here on twitch twitch.tv slash quest gaming network um she's gonna be uh she's streaming regularly uh here she's as awesome. well yeah she is yeah, she, she is. is she is we gotta get her on here one time yeah she's she like knows everything it's ridiculous <laughs> no, I'm really jealous. It's true. She does. That's why we hired her. She. Uh, yeah. I mean, when it comes to, uh, especially when it comes to Fallout information. I mean, Rick and I, we had, we interviewed her. <laughs> we were going to interview other people, but we interviewed her, and we we're like, "Wow, uh, I don't know, Rick. <laughs> I think it's pretty much done here." And he's like, "Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing." Called her right back. We're like, "So we want to offer it to you." <laughs> It was, it's amazing. So before you get smart, um, why don't you come on board? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was it was probably <laughs> the fastest interview process we've ever done for a host here at at the network. Um, other than maybe like Lou and Dave, I would I would say, and and well, Liz and Rob and Mike. It, Mike was yeah. That fit. was pretty much that day. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, anyway. for Shaleen, it was a few minutes. <laughs> There's no thinking yeah. there. Anyway, listen, uh, <laughs> speaking of our show, um, the, I don't know where you're listening, but if, you, if you're if you looking to listen in a different spot, you can listen to us on iTunes. Of course, the Stitcher Radio app, that's another place you can listen to us. Uh, you can also hear us, and it works very well on mobile, uh, questgamingnetwork.com. And for, for you folks that like to watch us, you can watch us on uh, you voyeurs, you uh, YouTube, YouTube.com slash Quest Gaming Network is where you can you can view us there as well. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on uh, Twitter at Elder Scrolls OTR. We have a Facebook page as well. It's Facebook.com slash Elder Scrolls Off the Record. And you can email us at Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. That's it from us. Final thoughts, starting with Liz. Yay, I'm glad to be back in the game. Glad to have you back. And Mike. Everybody! <laughs> what? <laughs> and Rob. <laughs> la 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 Roda. <laughs> wow, I, that's, that's amazing. I love that. I, I love that. <laughs> that is that is incredible. Uh, <laughs> all right, folks. Um, listen, we'll talk to you very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And as always, may the force be with you.
Who's all